Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Hello, beautiful listeners. I have some exhilarating news that I'm thrilled to share with you all. Are you ready to ignite that inner spark of confidence and embrace a life brimming with vitality? Whether you're pondering a life without alcohol, taking those first empowering steps into sobriety, or looking for rejuvenation post-alcohol, I have the perfect occasion lined up for you. So mark your calendars for September 25th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and prepare to dive into a transformative day with my Revive and Thrive Academy. This is the haven for incredible women just like you, eager to rediscover and celebrate their true selves beyond the bottle. And in honor of National Recovery Month, this day promises to be nothing short of spectacular. As always, I will be right by your side, cheering you on and guiding you every step of the way. Now, for those tantalizing details and updates on what's in store, make sure you follow me on Instagram at shine underscore Gina Kunarian, or you can find me on Facebook. I promise you, you won't want to miss out on the buzz and behind the scenes peaks. Don't forget to check the show notes to find the link where you can follow me. Welcome, my dear listeners. Today, we have an incredibly special episode for all those embarking on or curious about the spiritual journey. Joining us is Nicole Hickman, a gifted medium and Akashic reader who sheds light on the layers of spiritual awakening, the misunderstood ego, and the true essence of unconditional love. This conversation promises to be a soothing balm for souls seeking direction and clarity. So whether you're on the brink of your own spiritual unveiling or simply wish to deepen your understanding, this episode is a must listen. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to the Shine Within podcast. I have a very special guest. I have Nicole Hickman. She is a seasoned medium, Akashic record reader, angel reader, and animal communicator. Her spiritual journey began as a young girl in Germany when a mysterious voice spoke on her earthbound mission. This path was further cemented on a fateful Valentine's Day when, at age 24, she experienced a miraculous survival from a severe car crash. Thanks to her guardian angel, she survived. Over the years, she has been privileged to study under spiritual luminaries such as Eckhart Tolle, uh, Wayne Dyer, Neil Donald Walsh, and Matt Kahn. A profound Kundalini awakening and an out-of-body experience in May 2021 further deepened her spiritual understanding. Now, embracing her mission, she bridges the gap between our world and the spiritual realm, connecting individuals with messages of hope, guidance, and unity. Thank you so much, Nicole, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on your show. Yes, I'm excited too. I know we were just talking uh, earlier, just right now, about spiritual awakening and the whole process of everything. But I want to talk a little bit about your experiences when you were a girl, especially when you that moment when you heard that voice. When you mm-hmm. heard that voice, what was actually going through your head at that time? 
at that time I I had no idea what just happened. So I looked around and it was like nobody was there, but I heard a very soft, gentle voice, and it was it felt so warm, it felt so comforting. And I mean, for many, many years I had no idea why I heard that. And um after my Kundalini awakening all made sense. So it was definitely something very special when I look back now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like I think the only experience I've ever had was in my car where I felt like a touch, but it wasn't a nice touch. Like I felt like someone threw a rock at my head and I was like, <laughs> there was like nothing there. And that was like the only time I'm like, man, someone must really hate me right now. <laughs> but I was definitely probably deep in some going through some bad energy stuff but yes maybe it was an awakening too yeah like wake up shoes a rock because <laughs> i didn't like where'd that come from <laughs> it was crazy we yeah. all have different spiritual awakenings so <laughs> i it hurt too but there was nothing in my car it was so interesting um now you actually had an encounter with the guardian angel during your car accident. Like for me, I've been in six car accidents, none my oh. fault, probably not as severe as your car accident, but I've never had an experience where uh, I was actually in the presence of some uh, something else. So yeah. did, did it kind of shape your whole spiritual perspective when you have, when that guardian angel was protecting you, I guess, right? Yes, it definitely made 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 afterwards very clear that, that we are not alone, that we have helpers, that when this is your time, it is your time. And it was not my time. So it, it's also nice to know that we have guardian angels, we have helpers, and um, it also builded my trust in the other side, you know. Yes, and you were talking about kundalini, and I was mentioning to you that I was just learning about kundalini, and some of it, you know, I, I was watching these TikTok videos recently, and then some people were saying it was like demonic possession, and I was like, Oh, demonic possession said I personally have gone through almost something like that in my my drinking it was very severe but I don't kundalini is I think they people get like confused when it comes to that can you explain what kundalini is and how kundalini actually helped your spiritual awakening yes well I can only talk about my own experience and I'm sure everybody else who went for kundalini has something else to say so I talk about my own experience and um for my understanding is kundalini um takes away first your false control so your ego goes through a lot of purging when this happened to me in 2018 uh, my life fell apart you know I was not able to eat I lost 40 pounds um, I couldn't work um, I had a burnout um, everything around me just kind of like fell apart so in that sense my ego uh, lost grip of a false belief that it had and but then this is the first stage so kundalini is comes in three stages so everything grumbles first but then you get an insight on why everything crumbled so that's the second phase where you then understand uh, you see everything from a bigger picture and then you have uh, i had out of body experiences and i i saw things from a soul perspective but that's the second phase and the third phase is now with all this new insight and all this new um, falsely believed that that was control. And then you went through this, um, it's an ego transformation where your ego gets uh, basically um, waken up or grown, grown up and have now a, 
a soul perspective. So the third phase is now, now you go through hardship too, but this time you're very gentle with yourself. You're very, you embody all the wisdom, all what you learned towards your um, your inner voice, your your ego. Um, and you, you, ba you basically, uh, all what you embody now, it's, it's now you're helping yourself go through this process again with the most loving voice, most caring. It's almost like you're guiding yourself uh, to the other side. It's um, for a lot of people, they think that Kundalini is something they can, um, let's say they do 10 years of Kundalini yoga, and then after that, they have like more understanding of that. I mean, yoga is wonderful, but it's not, um, in my understanding, it's not helping you because what Kundalini is, it takes away all the false control that you have. Mm. So it is it is a process that's that's very intense. Like I said, it was the hardest thing I had to go through. And who would choose um, to, to go through a process like that and think that this is fun? It is not fun. It's a very hard time. But afterward, everything makes sense. And you can understand now yourself more. You understand the divine more. You understand the world more. You have such a, a broader perspective about everything. But uh, I understand or I believe that your soul needs to be ready for this process because um, it is a heavy process and you, you need a lot of support and you need a lot of um, understanding already for this this type of work, you know. Yes. Thank you for um, clarifying that because it didn't make any sense when I was watching those TikTok videos, but I always hear about also the chakras. This is when all of your chakras are then like, all uh, I guess aligned and then <laughs> then you have that awakening I guess everyone's perspective is different I guess everybody's goes through a different experience then I guess I think I probably went through a Kundalini spiritual awakening then because it was ugly and this was after my drinking like I was talking to you before I had a mentor she helped me a lot with the mindset work and then I was also working out but then I sort of things were coming to me uh, information was just coming to me somehow. And I was just like, wait a minute, let me look, let me re research this. You know, like I was supposed to be knowing what this world is really about. And I just dug in deep and then I was shocked. I was like, whoa, like my whole perspective on everything shifted. I was like, okay, I do not belong here. I was totally controlled and programmed. Um, my mind is not like other people's minds, like almost affected my marriage in a way, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't able to communicate how, what I was learning, what I was processing, what I was going through. It was very challenging. So I understand what you're saying with there's a dark air, there's a dark phase. And yes, that was called dark night of the soul. Yes. Yeah. And it is very dark and there's depression, there is hardship. And um, like I said, who would choose that? Uh, you know, I do a little bit of yoga and then now let me have this big awakening. This does, you know, a master is only a master because it went through this process, you know, mm. and that's what Kundalini is. You go through a lot of bad stuff in a very short time. Like, like I said, nothing. And, but that is the first phase, which is the hardest. But then the second phase, you suddenly see everything. Why? And you understand 
just the bigger picture and you you put so much love so much compassion for yourself that's the that's the real transformation the second phase and the third phase you embody that uh so i believe we all go through small kundalini awakening because we all go through hardship we all yeah. go through you know bigger um, realizations um but kundalini itself i think is just a very short intense um phase and you need you so need to be ready for that phase <laughs> right and you were talking about outer body experience and that you had experienced that uh can you share with the audience like how that was and what you felt and how did you come out of that yes so i was driving with my daughter and i saw a homeless person and this homeless person um was walking across the street and I felt a little bit sorry for her. And um, within second, my consciousness was pulled out of myself and I saw my life and the life of this homeless person at the same time and it had the same value. It's not because I'm now spiritual awakened and I'm something better. In, in fact, it really showed me how connected we all are and nothing is 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 more or less it's all equal in the eyes of the source and we're all individual but we're all connected through source and it was um it was a very quick it was uh very profound that moment i remembered so clear when it, when it, when my conscience got pulled out but it's so quick and my daughter looked at me and said what just happened to you and i was driving you know so this happened while i was driving and it's it made me more realize that we are all one and we are all connected, but it's very important to understand that we are not here to ditch our body. We are not here to reach, you know, the oneness. Oneness is expressed through everybody. Mm -hmm. So the individual is important, not that the oneness is anyway there expressed through individuality. Right. Yes, we're a collective. And that's what yes. I've been trying to say to everybody. <laughs> I said, we're all one, like we're all one with nature. Like we're just all connected. And it's yes. through source. And I had this outer body experience and mine is a little bit different than yours. Um, where I actually was able to feel my own body. Mm -hmm. And that was very weird. This was in 2012 or 2013, maybe 2014. Heavy in my drinking, like I said. But I remember I was taking a nap during the day and I kept on waking up to different dimensions. It was the same area, same thing, same scenario, same everything. Waking up, like it's like Groundhog Day, you know, kind of waking yeah. up. <laughs> but it was getting different. Like each dimension was getting different. Well, one of them, I mean, it felt so real. Like, like it was like real. And I remember this. This is when I was heavily drinking and it wasn't like me hallucinating. I remember everything. And there's a reason probably for that. And so I remember I was going to go inside the, my bedroom door again, but then it was like a film, like look like, you know, when they blow bubbles, there's like that rainbowy like film that's, you know, <laughs> and I remember being shoved back in that bedroom, like whoop, and it made that sound like whoop. <laughs> and then I saw my body laying down sleeping. Like I sleep on my stomach. So I was able to, to touch my body and I felt like a mass. And then I was able to go back inside my body. After that, I woke up and I was like, I mean, <laughs> what is going on? And I started getting goosebumps right now. That means something's happening. Uh, and I was like, what is going on? And I was just so scared because I didn't know what I didn't know. Oh. 
now I'm like, oh, it makes total sense what's going on, this, all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah. it just makes total sense. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you, thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I was like, am I the only one to ever experience an outer Nowadays, body a lot of people that have <laughs> outer body experiences, which, which some that's happened to you, you cannot control that. You cannot sit there so, and then say, no, let me have an outer body experience. Maybe there's people, I don't know, but my understanding this happens for you, you know. And it's whitens your consciousness, your your awareness, and um, it's something special. So I I very cherish cherish that moment. Yes, and so I've never had one since then, <laughs> but I think I would actually um, embrace it now because yeah. before yeah. I was like freaked out, didn't know what was going on, but I would definitely embrace it now. I'd be like, oh wow, that's a beautiful gift <laughs> to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Then I just started discovering a lot of my capabilities because you're a medium as well. And you also do angel angel readings. Can we talk a little bit about the Akashic Record as well? Because that is, I've been talking to some ladies about that and they do that. And I'm like, what is Akashic Record? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so everybody has a soul. And um, the Akashic Record is basically a library where all the information about your soul's journey is stored. So I'm able to go... Um, through your past life, present or future life. I'm not able to open this book for you. I connect to gatekeepers and they will open it and uh, look what's uh, right now important for your life. So when I connect, uh, I connect to your gatekeepers and they open the book and then they show me what what information about your past life, if, if there's something that is stuck or information that you need for this, for this life um, or anything that helps you to develop more spiritually um, or, you know, I have, I have people, they are not spiritual. They're very religious. So it is, doesn't matter where you stand. I don't know where you stand, but um, your guides and my guides, they know exactly where you stand and what you need for the, for your next evolutionary process. So this is very, every time when I, when I connect with somebody at first, I have no idea. And then a couple minutes in, I completely see, you know, and they show me exactly where you stand and what what is your next process. In fact, I always connect an hour before a reading, and then I write everything down about your past life, about what's going on in your present, anything about your relationship, your health. So I write this all down for one hour, then I connect, and then um, on the end, most of the time they have questions, but um, they get mostly answered through my through my reading. So wow! Now, do you um, is it visions that you see or voices that you hear? Um, how is that? This is like a download. I mean, oh, okay. because I do different readings. Uh, mediumship is very slow because I connect to um, loved ones that have passed. Then when I connect with angels, um, afterwards, I get very cold. I mostly have to lay down, put a blanket over me because that energy is is very high. So I get very cold. When I connect to Akashic Record, I get so hot. So it's it's so weird every time when I connect, it's a, it's a different energy. But the angel and the Akashic Record is more like a download, very quick. You know, it comes and I just write everything down like very, very quickly. That is so with, neat. Yeah, and with the mediumship, it's it's uh it's like you know a one on one, uh, and it's you know everybody has a character, and um, if I connect with you, a loved one that was shy, and 
the same personality will come, you know. If I have a person that was bubbly and talkative, then this comes through the reading too. So it always depends on the person that I connect on the other side, which like I said, with the angels and the Akashic record, it's it's very quick to download. Oh, neat. Yes. Okay. So download. Good to know. And we we were also talking about the animals because I was just mentioning to you earlier that I love animals and I'm a fur mommy as well. <laughs> I have three boys, but like, I love animals. They're like babies as well. Yes. Um, how did you discover you had a gift into doing animal readings? Well, after my Kundalini awakening, um, it was clear that I can see now and I can feel and I can, you know, it, I, it was very sensitive to noise and to, I, you know, like I said, I saw energy balls and, but I did not know really what it was. So I worked with a medium in England for a year to define all my, my senses. And afterwards, I started off with a mediumship, and then I got guided to my guides to do like the Akashic Record. I learned that. And then I also went through an Angel Academy. I learned that too. And in the last one is because my daughter got um, a Shih Tzu. And um, she's like my daughter too now. She's almost three years old. And through her, she she started me with, you know, being very in tune with animals. So I learned it from a college in England. I took some classes there and I learned that. And it's one of my favorite readings that I do connect with animals. So I connect with animals that have passed or also living. And I have to say the, the living one is the most fun one because they show me all kinds of things, you know, but about their owner and sometimes they owner they laugh because there's some secrets that come <laughs> oh know? wow can you like share <laughs> give an example maybe <laughs> of what you bring up <laughs> well i had a i had a, a past animal it just showed me that she loves licking feet and then she the owner always doesn't want it because when when, when friends come it's very embarrassing for her because she obsessively links you know and she's like please mommy don't stop that I love doing this you know so it's it's just it's just funny or I have also um they also tell things about the relationship you know if they have a good relationship uh and the the owner says I don't know that my animal knows that but they know you know so um I mean they are so aware they are so aware of what's going on. Even if they are not around them, they know what's going on at work. They're very intuitive. They're very, they, they, yeah, they're very aware of what's going on with the owner. And I'm also able to, uh, um, for example, if I have a rescue animal, and most of the time you don't know what happened to the animal before. So I'm able to connect with the animal and see what happened before because a lot of time they come with some, um, behavior issues you know so i can show them why they have to pay my issues and then can help them with solving those issues wow that that is very good i mean that's a beautiful skill to have because like, you're just then someone went to the shelter and they're like okay i want to know about the history of the animal yes, yes you know yes. about maybe how they were treated so that yeah. way the new yeah. owner is aware of certain certain yes, things that the animal may do behaviors and things yes. like that yeah wow that is so neat and the thing is um when i connect with the animal the animal says to me it behaves that way 
but then I connect to the animal spirit guide and then the spirit guide helps me to solve that problem, you know. So it is uh, interesting that they have also spirit guides, you know, helping them. Wow. Now, like, I have a question. This may seem, sound silly, but like I always felt like I may have been like a cat in my past, like my soul. Like, I don't know. Is that even possible? I believe we all evolve. And mm -hmm. at one time, yes, I believe that that is definitely um, possible. Because I'm very finicky. Yeah. Yes. I don't yes. like to be touched sometimes. Or if I do, I then I'm <laughs> extra cuddly. But I'm like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this whole this whole process is an evolution. So we all go through this evolution, you know. So wow. okay, yeah. okay, good to know. <laughs> now you've had some mentors as well, and um, who who would you say is the number one person that you look up to? Well, it always changed. I remember reading Eckhart Tolle, and then it's like, oh my God, this is the, the the most you know advanced information. But then I got lead to a next book and the next book, and I always feel like um, it goes on and goes further and goes further. Um, but now nowadays, um, I don't read too much anymore. I mostly speak to my own guides and uh, get information about my 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 own guides, you know. So um, I'm at that point when I have a question, I will not read or search or it's more like I Google up. <laughs> yeah, you 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 go up. That's right. And um, now would it be similar to when you say guides? Would it be similar to like somebody who may not be so spiritual but maybe religious? Be like, would that be like their god? Well, we all have a spirit team. Mm -hmm. When I do an angel reading, I connect to your spirit team. And your spirit teams are angels, ascended masters, your loved ones, your spirit animals. And in this um, reading, I connect to all of them and um, relay all their messages. So I have my own spirit team and I talk to my loved ones. I talk to my angels. I talk to ascended masters. So it depends um, on what subject I, I talk to different sources you know myself <laughs> yeah what kind of advice would you then say to somebody who is learning uh, just learning about spirituality and they want to connect to their guides um what would you tell them i think you would i would start with connecting with your loved ones because they are the most connected to you and you the energy feels similar if you connect to an angel right away it feels so foreign that you it's it's almost hard to to imagine that you're like oh is this even real but if you connect to your loved ones and get messages or signs you know you could ask give me a sign if this is the right path to take you know and then suddenly two days later the song that they always listen to or an animal that they both loved you know comes and there's different ways where the loved ones can give you signs so I would start off with, with loved ones or spirit animals. Spirit animals are also very um, easy to give you um, signs. Wow. Okay. Good to know <laughs> because this is good information because I, like I said, I'm going through some processes and I'm learning more about my abilities. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I am discovering them and I'm talking to a lot of women who are like you, they're spiritual teachers and healers and they do the Kashic record readings and they do all these angel readings they do everything <laughs> and so I'm like wow they're so gifted but I feel like I feel like I have some psychic abilities and I'm I'm tuning into that and I know that I'm um uh, clairaudience I think it's called 
definitely because mm-hmm. whenever I'm getting like messages just by these ringing in my ear like something's telling me something yeah. and by my body reacting and I'm yeah. feeling a lot and all of that <laughs> they call them epats I think or empaths or empaths yeah uh, I mean with the Akashic record the first step you would open and learn to read for yourself you know so if you would be interested you can always look look it up you know how to read Akashic record or take some classes and so you would learn how to read for yourself to connect with the, with the gatekeepers. Um, or if you want to be a medium, I mean, there's a lot of classes out there to take, you know. So um, I also teach now to for other mediums. They have a little bit of experience, um, but um, or none at all. It depends, but they have to be a little bit at least spiritual for for that path to go you know if if they come with no no experience then it's a little bit hard to teach them so at least be spiritual or have a little bit of an understanding what mediumship is and like you just said you know if you become if you get information you know i believe that most most people that want to go that path they're already an empath you know Mm -hmm. they're very sensitive with with energies and I think that is the first step to be uh, very sensitive with energies. Yeah, so I know. Oh, yeah, I've always been sensitive to energies. Yes. <laughs> Even on the road, you know, here I'm trying to be calm. And, you know, I've I've learned a lot about inner. I'm I'm very peaceful inside. Like, oh, I have my moments. Like, I'm human. But on the road, I, I feel everybody's anger. It's like, it's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like driving with, I notice my hands are like clenching onto the steering wheel even <laughs> like harder. And I just, I feel it. And it's just, I'm just opening up to all of these gifts. I'm like, wow, this is so neat that I have these gifts. <laughs> now, um, w- with your clients, um, how do they come and talk to you? Do they go through like uh, some sort of like a one-on-one, like a connect call with you at first to see if they align or how do, how do, how do you take your clients through a process? Well, I go, I have different, uh, most of my work is through Zoom. So I uh, yeah, I have my readings then through Zoom, but I also do house visits because I know that some people like to be more like in person and uh, in my area where I live, I will do house visits. Or I also go to fairs, um, which I enjoy too, but it's sometimes a little bit overwhelming because I see so many at once. And uh, I feel afterwards like a, it's like a marathon I just ran, you know. But it's it's very nice and very helpful to see how many people, you know, um, needs help or wants to connect, you know. So um, I enjoy either one. And but there is no difference if I would be in person or if I do a Zoom. Anyway, most of my work is done before, and energy is anyway no matter through the through the phone or through the you know internet so soon mm-hmm. it's the same for me right now how do you like cleanse yourself from everybody else's energy when you're seeing so many like back to back what do you do um when I go to fair I'm sometimes have like 20 25 people mm-hmm. and it takes me a couple days to rest because it's like the next one the next one the next one um but 
when I do a reading a day, maybe I do one or two a day, that's that's okay. And I understand anyway, there is no negative energy. It is, there is consciousness and there's unconsciousness. So unconsciousness is just not aware of what it, who it is or of all the things that consciousness is aware. So for me, it's not, I need to cleanse my energy and you know get rid of this darkness it's more like um i embrace all this and i'm happy that i was able to help you know so for me it's not oh i have to get rid of something it's mm. more like you okay, know maybe i need to just a little bit more time for myself because it was just a lot but nothing about negative energy or anything because i'm aware that we all go through this evolutionary process and and we all at one point were the same you know, and it's step by step and we all get there. The outcome is guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. So say, um, say one individual living and they've never gone through any spiritual awakening and they pass. What happens to their soul? Do they have to come back and do it all over again until they figure it out? Or how does that work? Just want to see your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all are divinity. and divinity you can take as much time as you want it's a journey so it's a free will so there is no pressure on getting this there is no oh if you don't make this then you will not ascend you know this is all in divine timing individual and um like i said the outcome is guaranteed because you are divinity and that's the journey to remember back and it's just a journey it's 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 for everybody individual but there's no pressure. There's not, if you don't, you know, achieve this, then uh, you get stuck. Nobody gets stuck. It's always a process. Always yeah, because I'm trying to remember who was I before and I'm now like getting connected. I finally, it's like, I'm finally getting connected to like, who was I previous, like my my spirit as a spiritual being? Who was, who is, I can't even say my name because it's not even my spirit. <laughs> Maybe I should call it something. <laughs> I don't know, but but it's like our inner teacher. It guides us as well. Yes. Um, I think I'm always being guided by multiple sources. And we all, we all are guided. <laughs> we all are guided. And like I said, we all have a spirit team. And um just just because you're in the first grade does not mean you are, you know, less than an eighth grader. So mm -hmm. a first grader makes different mistakes or see things from a different perspective than an eighth grader. Mm -hmm. So the, the, you're not better because you are further. It's mm -hmm. it's just, we all, just think of it. If we all wake up at the same time, this world will stop. So this needs to have like different levels, you know, and it's all individual. It's all where everybody stands to where they're supposed to stand. There's no mm. pressure on needing to be somewhere else. That is so neat. Okay. I love that. Now, if people <laughs> wanted to work with you or even find you on uh, social media, where can they follow you? I have an uh, Instagram. Uh, my Instagram name is Nicole Hickman underscore Akashic, a medium underscore Akashic. And then I also have a website and my website is Nicole Hickman medium.com. 
Wonderful. And I will go ahead and keep those links in the show notes for the listeners. Um, but lastly, what message or insight would you like to share with listeners who might be on the cusp of their own spiritual awakening? Spiritual awakening is always, you know, comes in phases. And at first, it's a hardship. But then you will be guided to see from a bigger perspective. And then the third step is to have that gentle voice for your um, own ego and be gentle with yourself, you know. So just remember that through the, through the love for yourself, this is where you see things with the bigger picture, with the bigger perspective. So, um, and it's not to avoid the situation. It's more like, what do you do afterwards? It's very important. Then it's, oh, if I should, if I knew this, then I could have avoided that. This is never about avoiding. It's about being there for yourself after the fact, you know, you messed up. Because mm -hmm. unconditional love is not to change. Unconditional love is just the way you are. Mm -hmm. It's the hardest part for a human being to love you. They always think, if I've done this better, then I could have that and mm -hmm. the, it's the opposite if you just see yourself as how, how perfect you are at that moment because at that moment you did not know better mm -hmm. afterwards you give yourself the gentle um like like a guide that would tell you it's okay and um you need the extra love with yourself at that moment when you feel dumb when you feel sad when you feel angry when you feel all those emotions you need the extra love for yourself Mm, yes so, that's beautiful i hope that everybody just remembers the fact afterwards to give themselves more love not less that's great i love it yeah and be led by the spirit and not the ego <laughs> yes <laughs> well, the ego is a child mind yeah. and it needs a lot of love so mm. this transformation only happens through love and not to cast the uh, ego out or overcome the ego or get rid of it because the ego will act more like a shadow if you try to get rid of it it has mm -hmm. to scream loud to make you understand i'm a child treat me with love treat me with care mm -hmm. treat me with you know respect and not oh my god somebody's scared now i have to overcome being scared inside of you scared what does it need it's love Mm, so yeah we all go through this process of connecting with your ego and we all bring our ego home mm -hmm. i love that oh it's so nice chatting with you nicole thank you so thank much you. for joining oh, me today <laughs> bringing clarity and just love to uh my show today <laughs> thank you so much for having me with a lot of i want to give a shout out to feedspot they recognized my show as being on the 50 Best Women's Sobriety Podcasts. I'm super excited about that, and I couldn't have done it without you. I also want to introduce my new mini course. It is called Overcoming Challenges. So if you're having difficulty in everyday life with things happening that are unexpected, or you're like, how do I handle this? I have the tool. <laughs> I will leave those links in the show notes. And if you are wanting to be part of my newsletter, make sure you text the word SHINE, that's S-H-I-N-E at 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's 1-855-649-6196.
6196. Please make sure you leave a five-star review if this podcast is for you. Love you.